Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it's Tuesday, which means our dear friend Delena Dixon joins us. Hey, Miss D, are you there? I am. I'm back. I was out last week. It was my birthday. We missed you. It was your birthday week, so we all wanted to celebrate with you. We did, but I think we can say it. Happy birthday right now, my friend. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. So much. But I'm glad to be back. I missed you dearly. Let's jump into the show, Misty. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. tea time. I love this story at the top of the show. So we finally know what the flirty comment Taylor Swift made about her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, after the Chiefs won their game. So Taylor could be seen whispering, she was caught on camera, whispering to her friend Blake Lively. They were in the stands together. And now we know what she said she said the following quote look at him Mm. (gasps) now we don't know how she said it that's my interpretation how would you say it mr a handsome hunk on the football field what would you say i said look at him You say it better. It changes the whole context, depending on how you said, look at him. Or if you're annoyed, look at him. That's what my mum would say. (laughs) Yeah, when I do something wrong. So we are guessing that she said it more like Miss D than my mother. But look at him is what she said. Also, we can reveal that after the game, after she was cheering, she went out partying with some of her friends. She went to Zero Bond, which is a private club here in New York City. He did not go, so we spotted her with her brother at Zero Bond, and they seemed to be having a marvellous time, although Travis wasn't with her. Now, insiders tell Page Six, this is because... 
after the Chiefs play, they all leave right away with the team to go to the next game. So they're playing another game soon. And so he has to get on that bus, then on the flight to the next city and then practice. Being a professional athlete is really hard work. And what you see them do on the pitch or wherever else they play is just the tip of the iceberg. It's all the training, Misty. It's the discipline. So Taylor can go out and have some drinks with her friends at this fabulous private club. The boyfriend's on to the next city. I mean, that's the life of when you date an athlete. Like, his his vessel is his body, right? Mm. His strength. And so he can't be out partying all night, even if it is with Taylor Swift, and then expect to be get up the next morning and play at his optimal. And I think she understands that. So she took her brother so there would be no impropriety that she was with another (laughs) man. Very smart woman we're dealing with here. It's a family member. So she knows what she's doing. And uh, sometimes it's just about Travis. So she knows to give him his space when he needs it, when he needs to take a nap, when he needs to rest. She understands. (laughs) She's somebody that knows discipline too. When I saw her show, she's on stage for over three and a half hours. So this isn't somebody who really parties hard when they have work the next day. When she did her concerts here, she didn't miss any of them. And that's because she literally lived like a nun for months and months and months. It's the only way you can perform at that level of the game so they are together they did not party after the game but i think now that we know the comment we all saw her leaning into blake lively gushing and she said look at him Mm. we know exactly what she means which brings us to our poll question of the day we can reveal the flirty comment that taylor made about travis after the chiefs won their game is this relationship real or is it a pr stunt some people are saying i know misty some people Mm. are saying oh this doesn't quite feel right is it real a pr stunt that's what everybody is buzzing about usa today a very respectable paper they seem to imply that it was a pr stunt i know so it's out there misty i know we're the naughty but nice show but we're not the blind show we know (laughs) we can see what you are saying we can hear what you are saying so what do you think is it a real relationship or is it a PR stunt? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, Miss D, what are you working on? Well, I wish this was a PR stunt, but sad mm. news. It's the end of the road for Jody Turner-Smith and Joshua Jackson. They, she has oh. filed for divorce after almost four years of marriage to the Dawson Creek star. So basically, mm. um, in her divorce document, she lists irreconcilable differences. And she's asking for joint custody of their three-year-old daughter, Janie. And interestingly enough, she's asking for no spousal support because she noted they have an ironclad prenup. So this makes me, first of all, so sad because they were hashtag my goals, (laughs) you know, hashtag relationship goals. And what's really interesting is they were just together 
a month ago at the J Crew 40th anniversary party, looking happy mm. as ever. So I've got my people out there digging to find out what happened in the last 30 days that brought this relationship to a halt. According to the papers, they've been separated since mm. September 13th. Mm. So something happened maybe within that week. What do you think, Mr. Shooter? I really was rooting for these two when they got married. I was so happy. They're such a gorgeous couple. They're three-year-old daughter. They're quite Aww. private, though. We don't see a lot of them, and they certainly don't do a lot of interviews, so I don't think we're going to find out much here, Misty. Their circle's really, really close. We've been in the gossip business and celebrity news business for a really long time. There's some celebrities, the Kardashians, the housewives, that are easy to report on. These pair are not. This is a tricky couple. Yeah, and I've had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Joshua Jackson on Tell several me. occasions. And I, I actually went up to him and said that you're basically <laughs> our dream boyfriend in real life. Like, if we could date any celebrity, it'd be you. And he, at the time, um, he was with another woman. He said, well, I thank you. I am taken, but I'm truly flattered. So I, it's <sighs> always been positive experiences when he's around uh, his fans. He's always been polite. He never gets upset about people talking about Dawson's Creek. So mm-hmm. I just want to know. What happened? I'm going to get to the bottom of this. We will when they're ready to tell us, I fear, with these two. We're not going to dig this one up. But if you do, Miss D, you know the podcast that will love to hear it all. (laughs) You're on it right now. Okay, moving along. Gwyneth Paltrow. You know my love-hate relationship with Gwyneth. I'm just fascinated. She annoys me. She annoys me. But I can't turn away from her. So now she's got a new story out in the New York Times. Of course she does. Where she opens up about her courtroom dramas and specifically her outfits and all the attention they got. She said it was so weird that her outfits that she wore to court during her ski collision trial went viral. And even though the internet was fixated on her clothes, and remember also that notebook, that $250 notebook (laughs) that she brought into the court every day so she could take notes, she said that she was not focused on that. She said, I was getting dressed and was going for a pretty intense experience every day. And the outcome was so weird, weird to me. She said, the whole thing is just weird. It was like something that I had to survive. If you remember, if you don't remember, back in 2016, there was a ski collision involving Gwyneth. The person, the other person in the collision then sued her. Well, after many, many weeks, I think it was two weeks and three hours of deliberations, the jury eventually found Gwyneth not liable for the accent, but her clothes from the trial, Misty, will live on. I think that forever. I think they had their own Instagram. <laughs> I mean, maybe she forgot that she's a lifestyle guru and not just an actress. So, I mean, she peddles products. So, of course, people are going to be interested in what she's wearing. And because it seems so strange talking about money and, and the, heart, the, the, the pain it caused her and the loss and the time, I think that just people were interested in what she was going to wear. And she, you know, she... She knows how to put together an outfit, so why not take notes? Yeah, she knows. Remember that fraudster, Anna DeVelvey? Is that her name, Ella Devon? Yes, yes, the the inventing uh, Anna. Yes. Yes. Her clothes went viral, too. 
Anna, I remember that. So maybe this is a thing. You know, Gwyneth, she did look fabulous every day. And I don't believe she just threw them on. Those outfits were curated, Miss Dees. They looked as if a stylist had picked them all out. Absolutely. She wasn't going to the court pulling out her jeans and a (laughs) t-shirt. She was going to look a very specific way. And even though she says it's strange, Gwyneth, we know that you know that it's not strange at all, that you knew people were going to be taking pictures. (laughs) And... If I can just play devil's advocate for a moment, it is a little unfair that here is this woman going to court dealing with something she felt was traumatic. And what we're talking about is Mm. her outfits and just, again, how we judge women by what they wear. However, she looked fabulous, so (laughs) don't worry about it. (laughs) Well said, Miss D. Thank you for that. Okay, moving along. We are finally getting to the bottom of why Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas's marriage crumbled. What do we know? Oh, well, this is just so sad, but uh, Sophie felt that he was controlling her, or maybe the situation that she was in was controlling. So, about a year ago, he started his tour with his brothers, and, you know, some of the other wives in the family, they're very much the Jonas Brothers wives, and they're on tour, and they're there, and she didn't want that. She didn't want to go every place he was going to. She didn't want to do everything together. She wanted to keep their family life separate from his work life, from the Jonas Brothers hoopla. And now Mm. another source is saying that Joe had a little bit of a jealousy streak. So basically, he really didn't want her to be around other men, which is kind of challenging. I mean, she's an actress. She's going to work opposite other men. And so that made her uncomfortable. So these just things kind of built up and got to a point where she just felt she couldn't take it anymore. What do you think? It's really hard to be in a controlling relationship, right? Yeah, I I don't think I could be in one, Miss D. I think you've got to let your partner be themselves and trying to control anybody. You're never, ever going to win that. It's, it's a recipe for disaster. It is interesting, though, that friends did point out he liked to go out and flirt in public, but when she did the same thing, mm. he didn't like that at all. Mm, and isn't that the case? And, you know, she's she's a young mom. She's under 30. You know, you have these daughters. It must just have been so overwhelming to be wife, mother, actress, and then someone who's like, you need to be there 27, 24-7. That mm. can be really overwhelming and intense. So, um, obviously... We only know how controlling there were between the two of them. There's always a different side to the story. But this is starting to help us create a picture of how she could have felt in the relationship. Absolutely. Yeah, it takes a minute. Whenever we jump into celebrity news, and we've done this a long time and we're very good at it, it takes a moment. When your friends break up in real life, you don't get all the information right away. You get a little nugget. And the next day, a little bit more. If you take a step back, a little time, eventually the full picture reveals itself. So right after the breakup, the split was announced, there was all these rumours about her being a party girl. That was the first thing that was pushed out. Now, as we've taken a step back 
the picture is much more complete. Hey, before we get a break, let's do a Meghan and Harry story. So Meghan and Harry are reportedly uh, reconnecting with confidence of William and Kate. So it's no secret that Harry and Meghan are really close buddies with Princess Eugenie and her husband. Well, now they're getting friendly with another royal couple, which is the Duke and the Duchess of Edinburgh. That's Edward and Sophie. Now, these two are quite friendly with Kate and William however you can be friends with other people just because Harry and his brother William are not seeing eye to eye it doesn't mean that everybody in the family has to take a side I actually think this is a very good sign Misty because the more people they know and talk to who have something in common with both of these warring brothers the easier a peace might be that is true because they can kind of use them as a conduit to mm. try to get back to William. But the important thing is when you are in the middle of two friends that are kind of warring with each other, you can listen to both sides, but you shouldn't necessarily take information back to the other people because then you put yourself into the situation uh. and it can be very hard to get out of that. Oh, but you said this and you said that. Yeah. So I'm hoping that the Duke and Duchess are just listening, mm. take it all in and saving it for a rainy day that's the way to do it that's miss d's daily advice it's very good mister you're an expert at that you can really oh, yes. be yeah you're like a vault i'm mm. terrible at it if you tell me something i'm gonna tell everybody i know i'm at least i'm honest about it miss d that's true if you tell me i will tell him i can't help myself and then especially after a vodka soda i'm gonna tell <laughs> everybody okay we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right Right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Schroeder with my dear friend Misty. Hey Misty, let's get to the polls. Da, da, da. Yesterday we talked about all the speculation that after Senator Feinstein passed away, there was speculation that maybe the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, would be appointed to the job. We now know that's not the case. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, has replaced the legendary senator with somebody else it's not the duchess of sussex but our question was would this be a good idea or a bad idea <laughs> let's have a look 82 percent said a bad idea Meghan markle is not yet ready to be the senator of california i think i agree don't forget to vote on today's poll go to our twitter page at naughty nice rob at facebook page which is naughty gossip and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results and now it's time for our nicest, nicest of the day mm. well our nicest of the day is britney's ex sam oh. yes it's just this story proves that you can be separated but still have love so basically donald trump jr tried to make a meme so two pictures of Britney side by side, one of Britney looking relatively normal, and it read America under Trump. And then the next picture showed Britney dancing with those knives, which we all said, and it said America under Biden. So Sam put it on his own Instagram stories on Sunday night, and he wrote, it's not okay to be a bully, and he directly wow. tagged Donald Trump Jr. So we're giving props to Sam for supporting the woman that he's no longer with, but yeah. obviously still cares about. 
I, I, I love this. Stand up for people, even if you're not on good terms with them, because it says something about your character. It would be easy for Sam to have horrible things said about Brittany. He's going through a divorce with her. Things obviously did not go well. That's why they're getting divorced. But he won't let that happen. If anybody attacks somebody that you love or even that you loved, somebody from your past, stand up to these Bullies, bullies, bullies. Sam, you're our nicest of the day. Now, our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Pete Davidson was involved in a second car crash amid worries about his well-being from his inner circle. So Pete found himself involved in another car incident just months after a crash in Beverly Hills. This incident occurred in the early hours of Saturday morning as Davidson was leaving a stand-up comedy show. Eyewitnesses reported a minor collision his vehicle hit a wall ultimately he's fine he could carry on but now he's in a circle saying they're really concerned about the state of Mm. his health and they're worried people around him are enabling him and not being honest with him this is really really concerning and also too i don't want some innocent person who was just in the wrong place at the wrong time to be involved in this it's really heartbreaking pete i hope if you're listening a low a low a low and i hope you're getting some help let's end with a moment of rob you get a rub you get a rub you get a rub Yay. you get a rub make kindness the norm not the exception so i had to tell myself often to be kind and i did it so much it became my default setting and now When I see something that needs a little kindness, that's where I automatically go. Most of the time, it's not 100%. I'm no saint. But I've really, really worked hard to make kindness my default setting. Such a smart thing to do. I, when I wake up in the morning, I say kind words to myself, even before I get out of bed, while I'm opening my eyes. I'm like, I, you know, I love myself. It's going to be a wonderful day. I give myself a hug. Because if you don't do it for yourself, who else is going to do it for you? So mm. tomorrow morning, when you're sitting in bed, your eyes open, I want you to say, I love me. Yes. And I'm going to be kind to me today. Oh, amen, Miss D. That is so beautiful. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and Miss D Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, if, if you're, you're going, going to, be to be naughty, naughty you've you got, got to be, be nice. nice. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a and b with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, 
and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.